0: Beer and Honey, the German football pod. Beer and Honey, the German football pod. Today it's the Beer and Honey Supporters Club special as we look at the German team's performances in the Champions League, including another highly impressive win for Borussia Dortmund. Here to talk about that game and everything else is. Our very special guest, Lars Pollmann. Hello, Lars.
1: Hello, Rafa. I had to unmute me. Thanks for having me.
0: We don't want you muted. We want you in uh, full voice, especially with uh, Borussia Dortmund being on the menu today, a team that you know very well. Lars writes for a variety of uh, German media at this point, but also a regular in English um, publications. And yeah, very, very happy to have him here because Dortmund... Stole not just the points, but also the headlines in this week's Champions League performances. A very impressive away win in Milan. The second impressive away win from Dortmund in this year's uh, group stage after a long spell of uh, fairly indifferent results. I I looked it up the other day. The last big away win in the Champions League probably goes back more than 20 years, which was also at San Siro even in the Klopp years, uh, mostly draws or narrow defeats. Is this strange and enigmatic Dortmund team any closer to developing a sense of consistency and identity, which I guess goes hand in hand?
1: I mean, going by the entirety of this season, it's hard to argue that point because uh, their Bundesliga form quite erratic, especially against better sides, um, obviously the Bayern game, but also Stuttgart, even Frankfurt to an extent. But then you have this good spell in the Champions League, uh, the very convincing wins, as you said, against Newcastle and now at Milan. It's, it's still uh, quite difficult for me even, who watches every second of every game from this team, to point out what exactly or who exactly they are, what their strengths and and weaknesses are. Um, why it seems that they can get up for these big games in the Champions League, but then lay eggs in the Bundesliga, especially against Bayern, which is the only real comparison to Champions League games you can make in, in the Bundesliga, I'd argue. So are they any closer to, to finding out a real identity? I don't think so. But uh, ultimately, as long as they do as well uh, as they now have in the Champions League in some of the other Bundesliga games, they will be fine, I guess.
0: Yeah, they should be. But what I found very interesting was that the lineup was very attacking. Uh, we mostly seen Dortmund in the Champions League under Terzic and indeed in the second half of the Bundesliga last year with three central midfielders and no real space for Royce. He was a bit marginalised, therefore more like three attackers or one attacker, two wingers. But uh, here they were playing a 4-2-3-1 with Emre Chan being the only real natural central midfielder. Uh, Sabitzer more attacking. And of course royce reinstalled and yet somehow dortmund managed to to dominate and at the same time look really solid defensively
1: yeah um i think some of that is down to uh, milan not being in a great run of form uh, obviously a lot of personnel issues i think dortmund definitely dodged a bullet with uh, rafael leao not playing because he's he can take over games and be completely unplayable especially if you have suspect fullback players as dortmund seem to have these days uh, a lot of the time Um, I think the most surprising to me was the uh, inclusion from the start of Jamie Bino-Gittens because it was his first uh, start in the Champions League. And as you pointed out, uh, Terzic seems to be a bit conservative, especially in Europe with with team selection. So it was refreshing to an extent uh, to see Bino-Gittens. And I, I think he's the only guy they really have that likes to take players on, is brave all the time um and and they definitely need that injection of you know uh, fresh ideas and creativity because a, a lot of these games um with John and as or John and Sabitzer in central midfield or uh, in, in the 10th spot and then Julian Brandt being shifted out to the wing there's there's just not enough um dynamism I would say um and and not enough bravery to take players on because Dortmund are not set up as a team right now to uh fully dominate opponents have a lot of the ball um they are better off and that's quite possibly why they're doing better in the champions league this season uh, apparently because they can sit back a bit be sort of the underdog in some of these games maybe reminiscent a bit of the the, the early club seasons in the champions league and the likes of baino Gittens, uh also Adeyemi when he came on that's Kind of the, the playing side they thrive on. And, and it was quite obvious to see that uh, David Calabria, uh, Milan's right back, had no answers for uh, Bino Gittens. Vice, vice versa as well, because Bino Gittens had a lot of problems defensively against Chukwueze and, and Calabria, but that's the trade off that Dortmund have to make these days.
0: If you want to hear more of this special pod, please head over to slash en. Slash beer and honey and become a member of our supporters club. Beer and honey, the German football podcast.